everybody, and welcome to the Adventure Zone. I, I am, I am your DM for the evening. And it feels really weird to be sitting on this side. Uh, feels be- great over. Feels fucking phenomenal over here. <laughs> oh my god, it's fun, right? I have been so regular today, just knowing that I wasn't going to be in that seat tonight. This is why, Griffin, if you're wondering why Dad and I always roll in five minutes before and are just like, Joanne, which way of the stage? Yeah. This is why. Because it's nothing, man. It's nothing, out, yeah. Fart, fart, boner, whatever. Uh, I, I also apologize that we weren't able to dress in costume for the show. Yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, so we're playing a new game tonight that I'm very excited to play. Thank you. Uh, the game is called Super Normal. Um, if you don't know it, basically how it works is they are all superheroes. Except for the course of events in the game, they will be in their secret identity form trying not to out themselves as heroes <laughs> as they do like everyday tasks. Um, and so uh, we are calling this game uh, Adventure Zone Just Us. <laughs> Thank you, I was very proud of mm-hmm. that. <laughs> he, uh, he was on the call, he said, guys, wait till you hear what I'm very proud of. Yes. Uh, and the way that it works, so we'll, we'll do the mechanics and stuff when we get to them, but basically the way that it works is whenever they do something super, right, it's easy to do. And when they want to show off, it's a little bit harder. And when they want to blend in and be normal, it's really hard for it to work. Statistically impossible. So, are you ready to begin the game? It's a beautiful Saturday morning in Town City, USA. And it's time once again for the annual Big Company, Inc. Company Picnic. That's right. We've, we've apparently introduced sad libs into the adventure <laughs> zone. Now, as you are all citizens of town today, I don't have to tell you that Big Company, Inc. is the number one employer in town uh, with branches in just about every industry imaginable. Every year, the higher-ups get all of the employees together for a day of fun, frivolity, and friendly competition. All of the employees are beginning to file in, and that includes you all. But you're not just employees of Big Company, Inc. You are superheroes. So, yes, let's hear it for the idea of superheroes. (laughs) We invented it. So, introduce us to your characters, both as their secret identities and as their superheroes. We'll start with Griffin, because he's right there. I'm Hell Raven. I submerged my foes into a pool, a deep pool of terror, (laughs) using my powers, shape-shifting, mind control, and animal friendship. Oh, uh, I should also mention all of them have near invincibility. uh, I'm nearly invincible also. Super reflexes. I'm really reflexive and strong. Okay, and strong, yes, okay. And what is your, so Hellraven is your character name, or is your superhero, what is your, like, regular name? 
Um, I work in party planning for, okay. for BCI, and uh, my name is Del Craven. <laughs> I. It's. It's my name. <laughs> okay. Uh, father? Well, my name is Pep Sturdley, and I, uh, I run the... Pe- did you say Pep's Turdly? I <laughs> got him. Pep Sturdly. And Pep runs the, uh, the daycare center at the, uh, at the office. Yes, taking care it's of not the, real. the little ones. Um, but Pep- when I DM, I get very combative with the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> but... Pep has a secret identity. His superhero name is Doc Pantheon. Okay. With the powers and abilities of the heroes and gods and goddesses of legend. He has the wisdom of Osiris, the speed of Hermes, the control of time of Saturn, the fire of Hephaestus, the flight of Icarus, the telepathy of Tenjin. And he activates these powers by saying his magic word, which we'll say for later in the podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. That seems like a lot of powers. And it is, but it was a really funny joke, so I let Dad have that. Okay, and Justin. They know me. Don't say it's me, it's the upper man. You need to say it in your normal Justin voice, just for a baseline. Opera man. <laughs> now, do you want to address the elephant in the room, Justin? Which is, what was that accent you were trying okay. to do? <laughs> it's, it's accent from nowhere, so I can't hurt anybody's feelings with how bad my accent is. And yes, I am opera man. There is an existing opera man. I'm the other opera man. <laughs> Which, if you look at my cape, it's, it does say the other opera man. It says the other opera man. So, shouldn't your shirt say Oom? Shouldn't it be other? Sorry. Should your shirt say Oof? <laughs> Got him. Finally, Griffin's one up dad. So. All the employees have arrived, and the CEO of big company... Wait, 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 what's Opera Man's real name? Oh. Oh, uh, yes. Opera Man, my name is uh, Joe Lunchapail. <laughs> I am a forklift of foreman, and I do not know anything about the opera. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret for me. I, your <laughs> opera man is a lot like your Amelie when I'm hearing it. <laughs> it's a different. It's like if Amelie and Mario had a child. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. you, and he loved the opera. And he loved the opera. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to make that my ringtone once we're done <laughs> recording. Okay. So all the employees have arrived. And the CEO of Big Company Inc., Roger Big Company the Fourth, takes the stage to address the crowd. <clears throat> <laughs> Hello, employees, or should I say uh, peons? <laughs> Just a joke. <laughs> We're so happy you could join us today for our mandatory annual company picnic. 
It's been another great year for Big Company, Inc. We've expanded into 14 new industries, including label makers, organic peanut butter, and mobile gaming. <laughs> but enough about work. It's time for fun. There's an all-you-can-eat hot dog buffet with delicious Big Company brand hot dogs and a bunch of kegs of Big Company buds. There's a bouncy castle for the kids, and we also have a special guest today who's going to be joining us later. Very exciting. But first, we have lots of great events planned, and of course, today's overall winner gets a $5,000 prize package. Ooh. Wait, not but but package. Yeah. So, without any further ado, let the games begin! Uh, so, we have some events planned for you guys to compete in, but before we do that, do you want to, like, grab some food, maybe check out the bouncy castle. <laughs> what, what does uh, Del Craven do upon arriving at the big company picnic? I think being in, involved with party planning as Del Craven is a big company, he had a hand in this picnic. So I think he's over by the hot dog stand and he has like a little headset in and he's like, what do you mean you only bought six gluten-free buns? <laughs> That's not very many buns, Kevin! Uh, I am sorry, sir. I didn't know how many people were going to be... Because it's in the headset. I didn't know how many people were going to be... I said, don't worry, don't worry about it, Kevin. And then a bird attacks Kevin from the sky somewhere. Okay, Griffin, make a roll. This is showing off, right? Yes. Okay. So Griffin's going to roll We're two on the pieces. Phone, though, so this is no witness. Nobody's going to know I sick this no, bird. No, but it might kill Kevin. <laughs> That's a six, so there is a super glitch. There is a super glitch. Um, yeah. He just hears under my breath. Oh, good. Okay, Kevin. Uh, okay. The, the glitch I'm going to go with is that it occurs with an unexpected level of force, and Kevin is not unconscious. <laughs> we see a barn owl scoops up Kevin, and he flies off. <laughs> Kevin. I've been taken by a bird. All right, I'm also, I'll send out another runner. <laughs> okay, what, uh, what does Pep do upon arriving? Um, I think Pep will uh, just, he really wants to stay away as far as he can from the bouncy castle because he runs the daycare center every day. Yeah. You know, and he's got to be real, and he is so sick of these kids. Right. He just... And he's, and he's really worried about, you know, because they've all got runny noses and they're all, you know, and he doesn't want to get anywhere around the, the bouncy castle. Yeah, kids, the worst. So, uh, this definitely wasn't your reality backstage four no, minutes ago. No. <laughs> and so uh, Pep is just making sure he's clear on the other side of, uh, where are we having this, uh, this? At Big Company Park. At Big Company Park. It's named after the Big Company family, not the Big Company Company. It's important to note <laughs> the Big Companies donated the land for Big Company Park. It's not affiliated with Big Company, Inc. Okay. Then he is over on the side near the Memorial Fountain. The one for, for Hezekiah. For Roger, Roger Big Company, the first. Yeah, Hezekiah. Uh, That's not his name. Don't no, create... that was his middle name. <laughs> that was his nickname. Why Roger is this the Hezekiah. Hezekiah. <laughs> Big company. So he's over there near the, the statue uh, and... Uh, oh, but look. And looks over to the side and, and notices th this 
really big owl carrying some dude. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, oh, but look, it's the only kid you seem to like out of the daycare center coming to visit you. It's little four-year-old Billy. Aw. How well, Mr. Joyway? Hi. Hi, Billy. You, you want a Kleenex? No. I'm not thinking I have very good personal hygiene. Mm. Um, okay, you not and I so both much. know I don't have a runny nose. Mm-hmm. It's a funny joke, Mr. Dorwin. Uh, yeah, just kidding, kid. It's so good to see you. What's your name again? Billy. Billy. Uh, Mr. Dorwin, will you give me a hot dog? A hot dog? A hot dog for Billy. <laughs> Mr. Sh- Dorwin? Sure. I, I want ketchups. Ketchup, okay. I'll get you some, some ketchup. And sun chips. And, and... You want Slim Jims on your sun hot dog? Sun chips. Sun chips. Okay. I'll give you the sun chips. I'd really like to see you eat the Slim Jim, because that would be... No, that would be terrible. Yeah, I'll get you a hot dog. Thank and, you, Mr. Stowey. And you stay away from the water in the fountain, okay? Yes, Mr. Stowey. Okay. So, Pep makes his way to the hot dog stand to get a hot dog for Billy. Okay, I'm going to need you to roll to squeeze the ketchup bottle. <laughs> You're going to roll three D6s. <laughs> Unless you want to show off with the hot dog bottle. No, no, no. I'll just squeeze the hot dog. Uh, oh, my God. Holy shit, he did it. What Five. Do you Five. Oh, nice. You b- low is good. Low is good. Yeah, low this is good. This game is going to work for me if low is good. You squeeze the perfect amount of normal person ketchup onto a hot dog. <laughs> Everybody around looks at her and goes, that is a normal amount of ketchup. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey, Pep, way to squeeze a normal amount of ketchup on that hot dog. Go on, y'all. You're just joshing me. Oh, uh, no, Pep, you're a real regular so-and-so. Did you invent ketchup? Well, I invented catsup, oh. if you want to say oh, it correctly. Oh, Pep, that's a regular joke, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just a good old-fashioned normal American joke. Just all-American. I, I, and then I assume you return it to Billy. Okay. Here, Billy, wait a minute. Look at the ketchup. That's a normal amount of ketchup, Mr. Stewart. perfectly normal. Is that not the best? I'm very impressed by yeah. your normalcy. If you have another one, I'll write your name in ketchup. That but. seems like showing off. Yep, so I've already rolled, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. And he goes off enjoying his hotted dog. Now, Joe Lunchpail. Yes. What are you doing with your life? Joe Lunchpail is squeezing his second container of Cheese Whiz onto a plate and loudly announcing, I love this stuff. (laughs) Just like you guys, right? I'm crazy for it. This is real cheese. I love this stuff. Uh, I'm going to have you roll to blend in to eat the cheese whiz. <laughs> he's not going to eat the cheese whiz. <laughs> Come on. He's not going to sell. It's still Upper Man's body. He's not going to sell the Upper Man's body. Oh, but, but here comes Ooh, one if of your nice, load, If you have a nice chef. Here comes one of your loading dot coworkers, Beryl Armstrong. Oh, and he's a tough as nails, big old so-and-so. Hello, Beryl. Did you hear the new single by Tobert Keith? Yeah. I'm loving it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that guy, oh, he's a What's good... the, what, remind me, how does it start? <laughs> I 
You walk. I mean, I yeah, I had yeah. you. You walked in. Well, if I remember correctly, it starts like this. Take it. I'll harmonize. I've had a Google beer tonight, and I'm loaded, and so's my gun. Then what is the next part? I'm and loving then, the next part. Yes, and then it goes, oh, I don't know why I'm doing your voice. And then he says, uh, Moon says, McGun, I'm driving although it's not safe. Because I'm out here looking for dangerous fun. I love it. I love this track. Yeah. Hey, gets me moving. Oh, yeah. Are you going to... Oh, cheese whiz. Yeah, I would I love, love that I love stuff. this stuff just like you. Yeah? Cheers, my man. Yeah. Let's eat some whiz. <sighs> with our... Um, with our mouths, right? Yeah. All right. All our right. normal Joe Mouse. <sighs> yeah, just... Um, On three. Let me get the fork. Let me get a fork for it. Yeah, my dude. No other way to eat the whiz. <laughs> All right, are you ready, my dude? Uh, I feel like it's superhuman to be able to eat cheese whiz. Is that... <laughs> if you can tell me which of your superpowers you are using to eat cheese whiz, I will allow it. As oh, okay. Astral projection, because <laughs> he's pretending he's anywhere else. Okay. Roll 1d6. And it's a six. Okay. <laughs> That's bad. There's a super glitch involved with eating this cheese whiz. <laughs> well, I guess involved with the astral projection. So you all know, one to five works fine. <laughs> six to 11, there is a super glitch. And uh, 12 to 18, the action is supercharged beyond your control. So six was the only one on here that would fuck me. Uh, you go uh, to activate your power and there's a surge of power within you that basically as your uh, spirit attempts to leave your body uh, knocks you unconscious from the whiz. Just for a minute, but just enough the barrel kind of laughs over you like, oh, can't hold his whiz. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that whiz goes straight to your head, my man. I've been there. Yeah. And uh, he, as you uh, rouse back to consciousness, he helps you back up and says, let's get you one of those big company buds. Uh, so our first event we've got coming up here, uh, we have the petting zoo uh, that has kind of an amateur, uh, like a uh, 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 amateur, like cattle wrestling, but it's like, you know, little piglets that they're trying to get into their little pen and they're timing it. And Dell, mm. you're up trying to get these little piglets into their little sty. And it's cute, but the stakes are high. Most of... Sidebar. Yeah? Most of my experience is avian in nature. So. <laughs> yes, but to be fair, your power is animal friendship. And let me check my details. Yep, pigs are animals. <laughs> okay. What's that? Yes, pigs are animals. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Paul did a quick Google. <laughs> Turns out, pigs is animals. Paul, Paul, real quick. Can pigs be birds? <laughs> Can pigs fly? Ah. Oh. All right. So what? What's okay? So you're. I really against, don't know. No. You're up against uh, a, a woman from accounting named Emily Pemberley. Okay. And Emily Pemberley, well. 
Quite a tapestry you've woven. Thank you so much. She has some experience. Okay. She grew up on a farm. Oh, she's going to kick my ass then. She grew up on a farm with three brothers and eight sisters. She was the youngest. But she always managed to get the attention she needed. Now it's because she was an amazing pig rustler. (laughs) Okay. I don't think that's the right tone. No, it is. She also stole pigs. She has a troubled past, Emily Pemberley does. Okay. Well, howdy. Hey, Dale. Oh, let's have a nice, friendly competition. I promise not to steal any of your pigs. You know the stories. <laughs> I can't believe you're making jokes about that already, Pemberley. Well, <laughs> I mean, that was back in my troubled youth when I stole all them pigs. I haven't but stolen them. But you just a- got out, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, if you can't joke about it, Right, that it means you're too close to it. And I'm, I've taken a step back from it. I've distanced myself from pig stealing ways. Cool. I feel like this event was. Did you book this event? Did you make this one? Okay. Maybe. Uh, and Emily goes first, uh, and her time is very good. I don't know what a good time is. <laughs> I guess I could have done some research into getting pigs in a cell or whatever. I didn't, but it's good. It's like eight. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. That's good for rodeo and for pig getting. (laughs) Uh, All right, let me add them, coach. Okay, so do you want to use your power? Do you want to use your power but show off, or do you want to use your power and blend in? Uh, I step into that muddy mess mm-hmm. that we call the pig arena. Yep. And I let the pig run around my feet. I think about talking to it, but that's undignified. I'm oh. more of a bird guy. So I kind of half-heartedly like, oh, oh no, this one's really getting away from Delcraven. Um, and then I'm going to mind control Emily to steal the pig. <laughs> Okay. And here we are. I'm not going to talk to a pig. No, instead you'd rather control a human being's free will. I'm Hell Raven. Okay, so I guess roll to do your super. So that's one? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a two. You do it. Good job, Jeff. Now tell me about what it looks like as you activate your power and how it affects Emily. I probably uh, f- like make a half-hearted attempt to like grab the pig, but I fall face down in the mud, which looks embarrassing, but really it's so people can't hear the incantation. But I'm <laughs> and how does that go? Emily, get the pig! <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost terrified to ask this question. It's always Emily get the pig every time. It's just weird that this one time, that's explicitly the order I'm trying to declare. That's really weird. It's like having a mantra. It doesn't matter what it says. It's just Emily get the pig. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. And it's not like a subtle, like her eyes glaze over and she slowly walks over and gets the pig. It's like she's been stricken with some sort of rage virus and like smashes through the fence and like gets that pig. And I'm like, oh no, she's disqualified, right? She's disqualified. She is, let me check with the judge. Yes, 
She is disqualified. Thank You're, you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, the pig rodeo judges that they've employed for this competition. Mm, hate to see that. Film. And it, it looks like Del Craven has won this competition. No, please. Yeah. No. I didn't want to win like this. Emily's my friend. It breaks my heart to see her like this. Uh, now, coming up next... Mm-mm, yeah. Uh, Pep, you are entered in the three-legged race alongside... What other funny nicknames do I have? In, uh, alongside Ving Ringer. Uh, Ving is your partner. Uh, and uh, he, he runs a different arrival daycare. I think there's a lot of employees. They can't just have one daycare. This is the night care for the night employees' okay. kids. For all those people who leave their kids at night. Yeah. Hey, wake up. Wake up. Daddy's going to work and you're coming with me to stay with me. <laughs> just let me put, stay at no, home. Put Dolly down. It's nighttime and you're coming to work with me. Even supposed to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I have to answer that question every day. <laughs> uh, so you're already strapped together, and Ving looks at you and says, Hey, listen, man, I won this competition 10 years running. Don't fuck this up. Like you do everything. Stirred. Stir the turd. Stir the turd. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> that was a sick burn. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I swear, stir the turn. If you go down, I'm dragging your body behind me. Because we'll be tied together at the leg, if that wasn't clear. You know, Ving, a positive attitude is the best power to have. Fuck off, Sturd. <laughs> I mean, if people had power, you know. <laughs> if people had powers. I don't have powers. Because I'm just... Pep Sturdly. I mean, there are people that do have powers. They're called superheroes, and they exist in this world. Really? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll try you, not to let you down, Ving. You and I both know that I live my life trying to live up to my hero, Doc Pantheon. Oh, what a twist. Yes. I invented the bully who likes the superhero alter ego. Well, you know, that's a, that's a goal and aspiration we can all aspire to. <laughs> An aspiration we can all aspire to. We can all to. aspiration for a goal. And uh, you know what? I, I won't let you down. But you know what? Even if we do, you know, it's, it's important to try and stay in school. And I, don't take drugs, kids. If you fuck this up, I'm going to fart on you. <laughs> Hey, let me check my powers. Okay, and mm. all the contestants have lined up. The, I don't know, three-legged race officiant <laughs> raises the starter pistol into the air. It's just a dude with three legs. Yeah. Like. <laughs> okay, um, I am, uh, he's going to use his, he's going to use a superpower. Okay, to show off, to blend in, or to be super. To be super. Now, you don't want Wait, wait, wait. He's going to use the telepathy of Tim Jin to know right before the second when the guy is going to say go. So you can go. So, so I, he can I go am actually fast. going to say that is to show off. Because if you are to use your superpower, that would be 
or like if you're trying to be your superhero alter ego? Well, I really want this guy to like me. I want to be Ving's Hey, friend. listen, we all want Ving to like us. He's Ving. like the coolest guy He's in the company. He's clearly super cool, and he farts on you if you fall down. Yeah. He's a real 80s movie villain. <laughs> <laughs> so... Cobra Kai, I'm going to yes. use my telepathy to know before they pull the before he pulls the trigger on the starter gun. Okay. So I can get a little bit of an edge Roll to win the two race. 2d6. 2d6. Yes. That would be a six and a three, which is a nine. That is a nine. So there is a super glitch. Um yep. Uh so uh you are able to do it, but unfortunately you anticipated a little too much. And you start to go before it's pulled, before Ving is ready, and you you trip him, oh, and no. Ving falls down. Oh, shit. oh no! Oh, and I assume, I assume Pep falls down too. He's tied to him, right? Yeah. You both go down, and it would almost be funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> but it's you know very what? serious because Ving is angry, <laughs> and Pep looks at Ving and says. Gosh, get up! I'm really, I'm really. We can still win this. I'm sorry, Ving. That's we. Can, it's not done yet. Why are you get up? No, I just feel really bad. Look, I'm gonna drag down, Ving. Ving gets up and starts dragging you along. And you know, Ving. <laughs> oh, hey, Ving. I, get I, I, up, okay, Ving. You get know, up. You know, Ving. Listen, I just wanted to say. Oh my God. I guess there's no way your your pal Doc Pantheon would ever let you down like this. So. He never would. He's a hero, not yes. like you. You're a zero. That's right, I am. Why are you stroking your beard? I, you creeper. You're creeping me out. I got mud on it from when we fell. Okay, <laughs> that does make sense. <laughs> You've got me there, sirs. All right, and so you, needless to say, you lost that one. You blew it. You blew it. No, I protected my secret identity. How did I blow well, it? Well, I guess in that way, you uh, won. But in the three-legged race kind of way, you lost. Ah, fuck Bing. Hey, he has a lot going on that makes him act out the way that he does. He has issues he's working through. It's a self-confidence thing he projects. He makes fun of you because he's worried about himself. So maybe you're the jerk. No doubt. But I'm an ordinary jerk with no superpowers. Yeah, the way you fell down, that's a real normal way to lose a three-legged race. <laughs> All right, Joe. Yes. I keep forgetting all about you. Uh, it is time for the uh, very challenging hide-and-go-seek competition. Ah. Uh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Everyone else has already gone, and they successfully found the seven other combatants, and now it's your turn. Combatants. Time goes, see? <laughs> <laughs> if you are not found, you are killed. <laughs> I believe the word I was looking for was contestants. <laughs> so, you are up. You have closed your eyes. You have counted to 100. I'm searching for them? Yes. Okay. What do you do? Well, I mean, do I see him? <laughs> okay, to be fair, you do see Derek Erickson. He's really bad at hide and go seek. 
Derek, I got the U. Sorry, buddy. Oh, man. Maybe next time. Oh. <laughs> Good seeking, Joe. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go get a hot dog and put a normal amount of ketchup on it. <laughs> hey, you need some help with that? Yeah. You seem like a pretty normal guy. Roll to squeeze ketchup, smart ass. <laughs> Roll 3d6, unless you want to show off. I'll roll your 3d6. Okay. That's a super glitch right there. All right, fucking. Uh, Daddy spilled a whole whole cup of Diet Coke. Now you're the Coke Zero. Thank you. And I'm really oh. thirsty, Paul. Well, Paul, he needs more he, Coke, Paul. You only oh, get one. Could I have another drink? Oh. <laughs> he's, he's telling us he'll get me one in one minute. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Paul Zamor, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right. Roll. All right. A three, a five, and a three, that's 11. Oh, okay, you, you only get one super glitch. Okay. Lucky you. Um, yeah, so you go to squeeze it. Oh no, too strong. The whole ketchup explodes. <laughs> and you've ruined Derek Erickson's shirt. And it was his good shirt. The one that he only wears to special parties. You ruined Derek's special party shirt. And he begins weeping openly he's not afraid to show emotion Derek Erickson is very open and no one judges him because they understand that it's okay to show emotion but maybe you feel bad is everyone around like I thought he knew how to squeeze ketchup yeah Oh, man, I thought he was like a normal ketchup We were squeezer. just talking about how good he was <laughs> yeah, ketchup. Yeah, we were all just gathered around the keg talking about how good you squeeze ketchup. I guess the ketchup's it? out of the bag now. Is, That's fucking not, Austin Powers now? That is not a good normal joke. That is a weird so, joke that a weirdo with a secret would make. Is every, I'm thirsty, okay? Is this so crazy that like, everybody's looking at him? Now, yeah. Okay, I use my super speed to find everybody. Wonder Twin Powers, activate! Uh, this isn't a mechanic in the game, but I'm going to have you roll 2d6 with advantage. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, don't knock your drink over. Uh, five, six, which would be 11, which would be extremely bad. Yeah. All right, here we go. One more try. Five and a two, a seven, still very bad. Super Still glitch. very bad. Uh, let's see. Hello, everybody. I'm looking for you. Remind me what your other superpowers are. Echolocation, astral projection, lightning speed. Yeah. So, accidentally, your echolocation also triggers and you trigger your super speed. And it's very loud. <laughs> okay. Now, what does it sound like when Opera Man echolocates? Oh, yeah. What? What does it sound like? Like, like that note that Pavarotti hits at the end of Nessun Dorma. And what's that sound like? I don't know. It just gets louder and louder. Now, what would that sound like 
if he had super speed. I'm going to say. Vincero. I like how you have the Doppler effect. Yeah, in yeah. There. Well, it's super surprising. It's a, um, so, so fast. I'm going to say uh, you, you aren't spotted, right? Because you are moving super fast. <laughs> Thank you, God. But, but oh, no. people do hear you. Uh, and while they don't know. Hey, lucky them, huh? Uh, beautiful. Uh, and so they're not able to pin it on you, but everyone is kind of now very on edge of like, what the fuck was that? You all heard that too, right? It sounded like a man singing opera moving very quickly. <laughs> Do you think that was the opera man? Was, the, that, was that one of the two opera men? Was that one of the two <laughs> opera men? Is the special guest Mr. Adam Sandler? <laughs> Maybe. Come on out, Adam. It's not. Okay, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Sandler. Do one of your silly voices, Adam. Do, do a silly voice, Cloud. <laughs> you guys are an easy crowd. Wait for it. Paul has wrapped a towel around Dad's Diet Coke. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Uh, So what I will say is everyone is now on the lookout for Opera Man, but thanks to your super speed and echolocation, you were able to find everyone the fastest, so you do win the hide-and-go-seek competition. So we we are back at the top of the order, and of course, just like every company picnic, the next event is competitive falconry. <laughs> Dell? You're up. Now, Dell, I have to ask, are you bringing your own raven or will you be using one of the provided ravens? Or sorry, excuse me, falcons. It's a different bird altogether. If... Jeremy found out I had worked with another falcon, he would be inconsolable. Mm-hmm. So I think I have Jeremy like fly onto my arm and I'm like, whoa, weird. <laughs> weird. It's a completely different falcon from the ones provided. I guess I'll use him, all right? A falcon's a falcon. It's not true, Jeremy. Well, hey, if it isn't Del Craven, this guy. I haven't seen you since, well, the office on Friday. <laughs> Oof, yeah. TGIS, I guess. What are we doing? It's me, Dick Chaplis. Ah, uh, Dick. Uh, Dick also works in HR, the party planning uh, segment. He is uh, Del Cravens. Very upbeat coworker. Yeah. Hey, Dell, tell me something. How many gluten-free coworkers do we have? Oh, at least six. Maybe more. Maybe more. Yeah. Huh? Possible. Huh. I. I. You know what? I thought. Were you gonna check? 
I think you were supposed to. Yeah. Well, let me look at the clipboard here, dick. No, it looks like buns were pretty much the only thing you had going on, dick. <laughs> I got buns right here. <laughs> dick, I swear to God. Swear to me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I have a yeah. lo- I need a lozenge. My, my falcon starts to fly out. I grab his talons like, oh. Not dick. Hey, there's no reason to get upset. Listen, what happened happened, and we can't go back in time and buy more gluten-free buttons now. I'm sure Kevin will go get some. <laughs> hey, Kev. Yeah? Can you give me, like, a zip code or something where you're at right now, little buddy? Uh, I'm in some kind of nest. Are there eggs in the nest? Yes, there are. Kevin, you need to climb down that tree as fast as possible. Do you understand me, Kevin? Can you go check on Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) And that falcon flies off and comes back a couple minutes later and just goes... (laughs) Now, I shook my head in case those listening at home couldn't see me. Did, uh, you, did you find the body? Mm-hmm. And I notified the widow. <laughs> okay. You took it a, diff- you took it a different way, but you're, um, you're a more honorable man than I, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm a falcon. So, let the competition begin. Uh, is... So- is- is my coworker, who's Dick na- Chaplis? Dick Chaplis, is he also in the competition? Yes, he is. I mean, Jeremy flies over and attacks his falcon first thing. And I'm like, whoa, Jeremy, no! It's a spite attacking. This picnic is everything to me. <laughs> and Dick has ruined it for all the gluten intolerant coworkers that we have. And there are seven of them. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I take it back. I love birds. The other falcon did nothing wrong. It just attacks Dick. Okay. Uh, And are you trying to act, like, surprised by this? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Give me a blend-in roll. Oh, all three, then? Yep. It's worth it. Uh, That's a ten. Okay, well, only one glitch, then. I love watching you celebrate only fucking up a little. I mean, no matter what, it doesn't end well for Dick. 2019. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, I won't kill Dick just yet. Um... Yeah, yep, um, it does attack Dick, but then continues just attacking because now your rage has passed on to Jeremy and Jeremy attacks three other people as well. <laughs> not great. So everyone's definitely not having the best time at the picnic right now. Can I mind control them to make them be like chill about it? You can. <laughs> Yes. How many dice? Give me a show-off roll. Okay. This is going to be fine. That's an eight. (laughs) 
So now they're really ch- they're being attacked <laughs> yeah, by my friend they, Jeremy. They just passed out. <laughs> they're all just laying down on the ground sleeping. But Jeremy don't stop telling God <laughs> <No>. enough. <laughs> Jeremy does continue attacking, but it's only uh, just light damage. <laughs> Mostly he's taking buttons and pocket watches and stuff at this way. He's just taking shiny things. How many other competitors are there? I mean, now? Yeah. None other. Just me? Yeah, you have... Uh, I guess I won, because I'm still awake. The judges confer for a moment, and then, yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one goes to Dell, I guess. Yeah. Dell Way. Yes. Um, and next up, uh, for, uh, for Pep, is we've got ourselves... A pie eating contest. <laughs> Great. Okay. Because I did not fill up on hot dogs. Okay. Now listen, I could give you some rigmarole about who's competing against you, but it doesn't matter. It's just other sacks of flesh ready to consume some pie. <laughs> so I need to know what's going through Pep Sturdy's mind right now as he sits down. What's Pep's favorite pie? Uh... Uh, persimmons. Oh no, it's rhubarb. Oh. So this is. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, the pie is rhubarb. The pie is rhubarb. I thought you were telling you know Pep what his favorite pie was. <laughs> that is kind of sad. Yeah. Roll to see if your favorite pie is rhubarb. Wrong. Sorry. <laughs> and there, there in the front row of the pie eating contest is Ving, Ving Ringer, and he looks at you and he mouths the word zero. Dang. So I want to know. What is going through Pep Sturdy's mind at his time of pie redemption? Gosh, I love pie. A flaky crust mm. filled with hope. It's really good, and, and I am so damn hungry. Yeah, Dad, you are. Dad, please pay attention. We have to record a podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. Please, I beg of you to stop, stop mumbling your inner thoughts into the microphone. <laughs> And focus on recording this podcast with us. <laughs> um, God, are you? <laughs> I. He, he wants a pie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's gonna use his. Uh, he's gonna control time. <laughs> He's going to control time. Okay. He's going to eat the pie of the person next to him. To what end? Have you... He's oh, hungry. Sorry. He wants pie. Dad, I'm so sorry. I, I shouldn't have assumed this. Do you know what a pie eating contest is? <laughs> you would think it says it right there on yeah. the it's, it's whoever <laughs> eats the pie with the most style and no. Tricks like toss it and catch I, it. In the I mouth. don't know why I have to explain this rule, but it's about how quickly you can eat your own pie. Okay, then he's going to use time distortion. He's going to slow down all the other pie eaters, and he's going to wolf his down and win the contest. Okay, roll the show off for me. Yeah. That's a five. Whoa! Amazing. So as you ta- as you tie, okay, hold on. Let me paint a word picture. You grow okay. so. As you tie on your bib, everyone else 
slows down onto the world. They are moving at regular speed, but you, as you consume your rhubarb pie, are moving at almost inhuman speed, but it's believable. It's, believe it's the fastest they've ever seen a man eat, but in a normal way. He sure is eating fast, they say. Yes, but I believe I've seen him eat fast before. So, you know, it's like Joey Chestnut level of eating comp sure. competitive. Sure. Joey Chestnut is a professional competitive and eater. And apparently a superhero in Dad's mind. We all have our heroes. And not only does Pep win the pie eating contest, he wins Ving's respect. <gasps> a wonderful man. Uh, can I... If... Can I just say, if that's what it takes, Ving's respect is not very difficult it's to earn. It's not. He's had a lot of big company buds at this point to, to take away the sting of defeat. Well, then and I, he's I, just I, like, that was fast eating! <laughs> <laughs> he ate the pie so good! I don't see anybody else controlling time, but okay, I'll take your point. The whole point is he didn't see you control time! <laughs> he's not impressed because of how good you used your secret superpowers. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about the whole conceit of this game backstage. I know! Okay. <laughs> and the last event oh, yeah. of the day before the big event, the last event is the talent contest. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of dance routines. Somebody does some really bad stand-up. Somebody else does some really bad stand-up. A third person does some really bad stand-up. One person does some mediocre stand-up, and by comparison, seems like amazing stand-up. And next up in the order is you, Joe Lunchmail. What have you prepared for the talent competition? Hello, everybody. Hello, Joe! It's, a, it's a, such as a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, a lot of the people might be thinking, he's going to do the opera. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know in the opera. <laughs> I am just like you. I like a regular music, huh? Regular food, regular music. <laughs> now, my chicken for you is, I'm going to do the armpit fart. <laughs> it's a very good, very funny, yeah? <laughs> I do it. It's a regular, we both like it. I like it, you like it, of equal amount, same. Very funny, I think funny, you think funny. Ah, I love it. I do the armpit fart. <laughs> Am I gonna do a song with the armpit? I have no idea what to make you roll. <laughs> Is Am it blending in? Is it a superpower? The song? Disco Duck by Ricky D's. <laughs> a regular song about disco. We all like it. Uh, give me a show-off role, I guess. Are uh, you using your powers in any way? No, I'm just... Okay, then you just do it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> He's blending in, isn't he? Yeah, you know, but yeah, give me a blending in role. Six. Motherfucker. <laughs> My man can't even do armpit farts, like regular. Uh, Just regular person armpit farts. <laughs> okay, you perform it with an unexpected level of force. <laughs> and shit your pants. <laughs> and, and, or show your shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and you aren't before it's so loud that one of the speakers explodes. <laughs> and, but admittedly, the crowd goes wild. Yeah, rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. Now it's like, uh, now it's like at the kids concert, right? I, 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 we love kids. I love them. You love them. We Same. do love kids. We all, we all love kids. Yes, Same. we do. Equal we amount. all love kids a normal amount. Yes. <laughs> Me too. How much do you love Kiss? I miss. I would marry Mr. Tongue if they wouldn't let me. But they know. Have you asked him? I've never asked Mr. Tongue. No, I can't get close to him. Just like you, I don't have a Grammy at home. <laughs> I don't have a vocal performance Grammy. At I home. actually, I do have a Grammy, but it's for like spoken word. Yeah. I recorded a spoken word album. What's it about? It was mostly about, like, the history of ducks. Ducks? Yeah. Cool. It sounds like fascinating. It was. It was good enough to win a Grammy. <laughs> well, good. I'm proud of you, I guess. I don't know you very good. You could get to know me. <laughs> I guess I could do it better, but your book about ducks uh, sounds really good. Just kidding, everybody. I don't like a book about ducks. Too historical. I like a James Patterson, and um, that's it. <laughs> what do you think about Michael Crichton? Yeah, I love a Michael Crichton. He's dead now, but <laughs> back in the day, man, me and Michael, mmm, good. <laughs> uh, take you there, take you there, transport you another world? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs, were they real? I thought they were real. I, thought, I was confused. For a little bit, after I read the book, because I love it so much, I get swept away. I thought the dinosaurs were real. I go outside, I'm scared. Did you what see if the people leave meat around? I say, what about the dinosaurs? And they say, Joe, there are no dinosaurs. <laughs> and I get so confused. Just like you. <laughs> Same. Regular amount of confused. Same. Uh, and as Joe Lunchfail leaves the stage, uh, Roger Big Company the Fourth returns to take the microphone. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, go ahead. No, sorry, Joe. Did you? What? Did I win? Yeah, no, you won. Oh, nice. All right, good. Yeah, no, you armpit farted so loud that a speaker exploded. Yeah. I don't know how we could top that. Nobody can. Yeah. We were all very impressed by your super normal armpit fart. <laughs> That blew up a speaker. That blew up a normal speaker. Could you please leave the stage? Absolutely. <laughs> Gonna go hoist, uh, hoist some beers. <laughs> <laughs> please don't use the forklift to do that. That's an inappropriate use of company stuff. <laughs> Equipment. It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Just a normal joke between normal friends. Love it. Please get off the stage. I am going. I'm okay. off the stage. I'm down on the ground now. You're still talking. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're so excited. Thank you. Uh, I, listen, we would award a winner, but we're not done yet. Of course, we have the big uh, company softball game. Um, it's very exciting. But that, of course, will be after, you know, everyone's taking a break to go get a big company bud or... Buy know, some signed posters. Buy some signed poster, big company posters that are really beautiful and in the lobby now. 
bury a body of a coworker Maybe bury or two. It. Oh, and uh, we are taking up a collection for Kevin's widow. Um, just what to- happened to Kevin? My sweet Kevin? Eaten by owls. Oh, yeah. man. Another one. We're going to have to change that sign in the, in the headquarters, you know, how many days since an accident. How many days since eaten by owl? Yeah. yeah. One. One. Not even one. It's been zero days. I hope they don't get me. <laughs> I mean, we all hope they don't get us. Nobody. Yeah, no, me especially. <laughs> I, I think we all don't want to get eaten by owls a normal oh, amount. Yeah, I'm at equal risk of that. Okay, so we are very excited uh, about the softball game. But first, before everybody goes to get food and everything, we're very excited. We've got a very special guest here to give us some encouraging words, a little motivational speech uh, for the next year here at Big Company, Inc. So uh, please join us in welcoming to the stage from the Do Good Fellowship, Cardala. Hello, subordinates. So nice. Hello. Stop cheering. He only gave me 90 seconds. Hello, subordinates. I hope you're having an enjoyable time. Have you tried potato salad? I have indulged for the first time in potato salad. And let me say, it is very bad. (laughs) But I'm glad you enjoy it. And now, inspiration. I have spoken many times about my love of Jesus Christ. (laughs) His story is an inspirational one to me. The healing, the giving, flipping over tables. As I have studied Jesus Christ and his terrible powers, I have come to believe there is nothing that Jesus Christ cannot achieve. But my friends, I promise you this. If you do not reach your quarterly projections and hit the goals that we have so carefully set for you as employees, not even the incredible terrible power of my close friend Jesus Christ will save you from my terrible wrath. Please enjoy the rest of your picnic and consume the rest of your potato salad. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you, uh, Cardala. Uh, okay, so, oh, look, oh, we're so excited. Uh, our competitors, uh, our rivals uh, for the big softball game are here. Uh, it's one of the few businesses that Big Company Inc. doesn't own uh, in town. It's Menace and Sons, the construction company. Come on in. Yes, hello. 
It is I, Dr. Mi- Den- Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Menace. <laughs> One of the sons of Menace and Sons. Here to play against you, Big Company Inc. In the softball game with my co-workers. And you can see behind Dennis, it's just a bunch of robots with mustaches on. And like softball uniforms. Yes, we are very ready to compete in your human softball. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you listening, Travis just cracked himself. Yeah, it's good. Yes, but first we need to try some of your hot dogs. Yes, I did promise them hot dogs. They wouldn't shut up about it. So we're going to take a quick 20-minute break (laughs) to eat some hot dogs. And then we'll be back. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up 
that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Wearing wearing this costume and drinking a glass of red wine makes me feel like I'm cosplaying as Edgar Allan Poe from somebody who doesn't really get it. Like somebody who's only heard it from somebody who's only read the back of one like, book. Oh, I know right. this spooky man. Their their only exposure to Edgar Allan Poe is that one Treehouse of Horror episode. <laughs> I believe he's part bird. Woo! Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So glad y'all made it. Yeah, I hope you had a good intermission. Uh, Before we get started with Act 2, a couple of announcements. Um, First, thank you to the creator of Supernormal, whose name I meant to look up. Oh, uh, Travis. Travis. During intermission. And I bet it's a great name. It says at the bottom, it's... Ursadice. Ursadice, yeah. Ursadice. You you can follow him on Twitter. At U-R-S-I-D-I-C-E. Well, Dice, that's the second part. But uh, U-R-S-I-D-I-C-E. Thank you. On Twitter. Thank you to them. Thank them. Chuck and Larry Ursadice. Chuck and Chuck and Larry. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry Ursadice. All right, back into it. Okay. It's time. For the big softball game. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, so big company starts on the field. So, what positions are y'all playing on the field? Is, this is, you know, softball. So, like, first uh, base, second base. Rover. Now, Dad. Now, the true softball. Wait a minute. You're the the only one on stage who has actively played softball. Exactly. Please pretend like you know what you're talking about because Jocelyn and Griffin do not. Any softball aficionados out there can back me up. There is 
a player called the Rover who works the outfield. Hey, so, puff my shorts, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it. Um, okay. Yeah, I want to say, can I be the catcher? Yeah. You sure can, Griffin, because this is a game of wonder where we can do anything our heart desires. <laughs> I, want, I want you to put me through an extensive tryout process. All right, and uh, Roger Big Company throws you a ball and you catch it and says, you're in, kid. Uh, and Joe Lunchbale. Uh, Mr. Home Run. <laughs> you bring him in when you need the big hit, right? And uh, send it right out there to Blast City. <laughs> Gonzo. Uh, yeah, okay, Joe, we are on the field, though, so, like, uh, you need to... I'm a more of a hitting guy. <laughs> You need someone to watch them to make sure they don't do too many home runs? I can help with this. Yeah. That's I, it. I get in their head, right? No. Intimidation game. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. Hey. I look at them and I think, you're not going to hit the home run. <laughs> hey, Joe, you're in left field. Is this field. a job? Okay. Left field? Left field. I cannot do anything from there. What if they hit to the right? <laughs> Should I go over there and help him? Have my no, friend? No. The very foundation of softball, softball is at risk, Travis. Yes. No, Derek Erickson is in right field. Yes, I love Derek. Great pies, this guy. <laughs> he ma- he's a make a cream and chocolate. <laughs> love it. Where is Ving Rames? It's the second no, Ving. Sorry, Ving Ringer. Ving Ringer. It's the second favorite. Ving Rames is not there. <laughs> it's the second favorite dessert that I love it the most. You know what I love it the most? What? A what? Twinkie. <laughs> This is so good, just regular, right? Yeah. Cake, cream, very nice. Okay, hey, Joe, we're losing the light, so we do need to start the game. Give me the ball then, coach. (laughs) I have to stop encouraging this. Yes, you do. (laughs) Okay, so the game has begun. Robot number two (laughs) steps up to the plate, and you all know robot number two is the big hitter. They lead with their big hitter? No. The game's been going a while at this point. We just did a dramatic time jump. (laughs) Okay, good. Menace and Sons is winning. Four to one. You're not even going to let us roll for that? No. I don't want to play out the whole game. We only have 32 and a half minutes. Okay, fine. And robot number two hits a long drive to right field. (laughs) Is this a mod? No, you were and left. And That's apparently. Luck, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Little shit talk a big game. Let's see you not catch it. <laughs> Come on, Keith. It's not Keith. It's Derek Erickson. Come on. I said, Who nick- is Keith? He's a nickname. <laughs> For Derek, I call him a Keith. And he loves it. He loves it. Yeah, it's your Pri- little inside joke. Private joke, you know, Keith. Go get the Keith. <laughs> Catch that stinky cheddar. And uh, Derek Keith Erickson <laughs> is running for it. But he trips oh, the no. ball. It could be anyone's ball. Maybe the rover. Because that seems like a thing you would do. No, I will not let him fall like this. I'm a very close with Keith. I will not let Keith fail. Keith no fail. 
I'll use, I'm going to use astral projection to leap up and grab the ball and place it lovingly. We've got some angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. Opera man in the outfield. Okay, uh, roll to show off for me. Eight. Um, So astral you project um, and the ball flies into Derek slash Keith's hands and he does catch it. He catches it in his glove with the force with which your astral projection threw it. He goes flying back and hits the fence. But he did get the out. He did get the out. Yes, Akeem. Love that guy. And compound fractures. Yeah. But but he is also pretty dazed. But he stays on the field because he's a trooper. Even though everyone says, hey, you can go. It's all right to be hurt. There's nothing wrong with being hurt. You know, we're all fragile humans, and you don't have to tough it out. And he says, no, no, I'm fine. And he stays on the field. Because Derek is tougher than he looks. <laughs> Maybe he's a superhero. We'll never know. Wink. We won't know. <laughs> oh no! But up to bat, it's robot number three. <laughs> he's even st- and his mustache is bushier. His sideburns are taped on, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a bat and a gleam in his metal eye because it's metal. <laughs> and Dude. he. Do robots have minds? Huh. Well, Graven, you've asked a real deep one that we're going to have to take the rest of the time to figure out, won't we? (laughs) Do they have souls? Do they dream of robot sheep or whatever? Data had a soul. Data Data didn't have a fucking soul. Yes, he did. He was a piece of metal. At which stage in the bicentennial manification (laughs) process is he? He's about halfway there. Okay. (laughs) He's got one arm, one leg, and like his left ear is human. But he doesn't fuck yet. <laughs> no. Okay. Robot 3 conclusively does not fuck. So I can't use shit. Robot 4 fucks all the Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if there's one thing we know about Robot 4, he fucks. Robot 5, a cuddler. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't use shape-shifting to turn into, like, a sexy toaster or something like that. Maybe for Robot 4. Okay. Robot 3 is not interested in toasters. Only winning. <laughs> okay. But yes, if you want to control his mind, you can control his robot no, please. mind. No, please. Okay. I have a better idea. He steps up to the plates. Okay. A swing and a miss. Okay. <gasps> I want to wait for a pitch that looks like it's right down the middle. Oh, here comes that sick pitch, that hot, stinky cheddar. Okay. <laughs> I close my eyes and I say a deep prayer and I say, I've got to do this one last time. I swore I never would after what Randy did, but I need I need just one more sacrifice. (laughs) And I get a pigeon to fly down into the path of the pitch. Okay, roll the show off. (laughs) Three! Wait, I need, I need just a second of silence. <laughs> Randy. I'm wailing right behind him as the kid. Ah! That's a strikeout, right? Well, it is only a second strike. 
But then he <laughs> okay, got, hold on, guys. Wait, but then he no, got, listen. <laughs> I know. I said that was the last time. No, listen. Listen. <laughs> this one's... This one's on me, Hell Raven. I did a wrong count. I need one more of you sweet angels. And you look up and there's eight pigeons on a line looking at each other going, er? 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 Listen, folks, I don't... Y'all, I don't have all day. Any one of you has the ballistic properties to stop a fastball. Pooper, get off the pot. And one brave soldier steps up because they know that their life doesn't matter as much as the company softball game. Hardly at all. I may just be a rat bird, but I'm going to save your company softball game for you. Yep. A hero who has better things to do. Roll to show off. A nine. (laughs) It does impact the bird, and the bird does die. But... It bounces off the bird so hard that it's a pop fly to the shortstop who is got a funny name that I wrote down, Angela Langela. <laughs> Any relation to Emily Pimberley? Yeah, Emily Pimberley, and she's related to Frank Langella. <laughs> But not directly. Okay. By marriage. It's by marriage. (laughs) (laughs) But she did take his name. Yeah. Illegally. So. No, she makes the out because there's not a lot of time left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And you know what? Fuck it. That's three outs. So. We fast forward a little bit. I'll use my powers of temporal distortion. All right. Roll, smartass. Which, which roll the fast forward. Roll the show roll off. Roll the montage. Show no, off. you know what? Roll the super. One, one. Just one. G6. Just one. Oh my god. He rolled a six. Okay. <laughs> I mean. So is the fiction here that I'm trying to help you? Okay. Here's what has happened. Here's what's happened. If I can recap, Dad has attempted to create a montage with his time-speeding powers, and has failed. At the narrative device right. of montage. No, so the montage does occur, but Ving Ringer sees you doing it. It's like, huh? And that's it. Okay. <laughs> huh. huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to remember to talk to him about that later. <laughs> at a more appropriate time. In 24 minutes and 30 in, seconds. In 24 minutes and 29 seconds, I might need to bring this up again. All right, robots. We've got to, you know, win or whatever. But basically, I just want that $5,000. Yes, master. <laughs> I like doing the robot voice. Clearly. Back off. It's funny. Because the robot, listen, here's the thing. They're robots. But they have deep, rich backstories. Yeah. I bet we're going to hear them, too. You will. We? Stu- well, this is a robot. Stuart Buert. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Buert is robot six. Okay. And he was raised on a farm. Oh, boy. With three brothers and eight sisters. We moved to further action in the seventh inning. He stole robot pigs to get by. Damn it. Listen, everyone's stealing pigs, It's an epidemic. It's 2019. People steal pigs. I'm sorry. I updated the show. Um, Okay, so uh, currently, Dick Chaplis is on first. Emily Pemberley is on second. Del Craven 
is up to bat. And at the plate is Pitchbot 9000. Oh no. <laughs> and he was built to do two things, pitch and make pasta. <laughs> and he already made pasta today. Okay. I looked in the pasta salad. Yeah. It he, was great. He, he brought the pasta salad. He's very proud of it. It's an old family recipe. Pitchbot one made it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, Come on in there. Send them to the home zone, buddy. Come on. Um, all right. <laughs> I look up and count how many pigeons I have left. <laughs> You know you're at bat, right? I know. What are they going to do? Grab the ball after I hit it and fly it away into the home run town. <laughs> hey, I'm Hellraven. I'll tell you what they do. And I'm just going to be fair. That is Hellraven's catchphrase. Yeah. And um, a pitch ball 9000 sends a steamy zinger right into the hit area. Okay. God, I wish I'd raised a sports fan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Is Pitchbot 9000 like their star pitcher? Yeah, Griffin. I'm saying, No, it was Danny the Robot, but he's injured. Do they have a second Pitchbot 9000? They got Pitchbot 4000. He sucks? He's old. Okay. Uh, I take a swing and then, oh, the bat goes out of my hand. And I throw a bat with super strength at Pitchbot 9000. <laughs> Griffin, Pitchbot 9000 has eight kids. Pitchbot 9001, 9002, 9000. We, we know where that's going. Yeah. Okay. I was going to end it with like Ed. Yeah, so it's going to be a fun. It was going to be really. No, it's too late. What? Nobody said to keep going. Okay. Um, uh, Griffin, roll to show off. Roll to keep going. That's a one and a two. That's a three. Everyone agrees that it's a perfectly natural death. Yeah. I used to play a little bit of ball back in middle school. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really normal way to lose your grip on a bat and kill... Like falling off a log. Yeah, that's how all the pros lose the grip on the bat. Chris Sabo exploded a lot of pitchers in his day. You know, you see, you see the robots on the, in the other dugout start to get up, and they're about to rush the field, but then they're like, I get it. It's baseball, folks. It's Listen, people die. Sometimes pitchers die. Now, but how many, how many points is that? Well, so they check the books, and you're on first. <laughs> it turns out there's no rule that says, one, you can't kill a pitcher and go to first. You steal first as the pitcher lies dead. <laughs> um, and also a golden retriever is playing cinder field. <laughs> there's no rule against it. Yeah, sure. They checked the books. Okay, so next up. Joe, you're up to bat. And it's Pitchbot 4000, who, frankly, just isn't as good as Pitchbot 9000, but he has a lot of experience. It makes him wily. Yeah, he can't pitch as fast, but he pitches weird. 
yeah. throws it straight down into the dirt. They'll never see that coming. You never know what you're gonna get. He's a loose cannon, literally. Yeah, he's a, he he's literally a has cannon. he has a loose cannon, and he needs to get that fixed. Yeah. Um, I'll try my best to hit it with the bat. Uh, roll to blend in. That's three of them. Damn. Don, Don, Don. That's a four, six, thirteen. No, this is good. It's supercharged beyond his control. This can only be good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you hit it, but you do hit it super good. Nice. Like, it goes flying, like, through the scoreboard. Smashes the scoreboard. Wonder boy. <laughs> and you see Dennis Menace. Hi. You look awful familiar. Mm. Oh, I thought maybe that was the last ball and they couldn't continue mm. the game. We didn't bring an extra softball. <laughs> My dad's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was signed by Babe Ruth. <laughs> Noted softball player, yeah. Babe Ruth. Hey, listen, anyone can sign anything they want to, asshole. <laughs> uh, listen, after today, I know. I know. Hey. He said, don't hate, don't hate, because I did a good job. You look familiar to me, too. You know what you look like? I became a haterade. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good thing. Yeah, man. I came up with it. it I hit the ball to the scoreboard. This is uh, 20 points. No. Some more? Is it, it wow? Is no, it four? It's let. It's, it's four. It's yes, four, four points. What's the score? Now? What's the score now? It's five to four. Are we winning? Yes. All right. And that was the last ball, so we won. That was the last ball, so we won the no, game over. I, we can go get the ball. Oh, all right. Oh. Robot number five, stop fucking and go get the ball. <laughs> never. <laughs> I will never stop. <sighs> Robot He's like six. a machine. Gross. Now, if I wasn't your dad, you'd think that was funny, right? I did ah, think it was funny. Jury's out. Yeah. Listen, I. This is awkward. Um, are you Opera Man? If you are, you have to tell me or it's entrapment. <laughs> Am I the Opera Man? Yes. No, I'm not the, the Opera Man. I love uh, Gareth Brooks. <laughs> I like the. Um, Let me ask you a question. Electric slide, yeah. Where do you. Kesha? Have, where. Kesha is great. Nice. I can, can tell another cash head. Uh, finish this lyric. Yes. I've got friends in blank places. Oh! Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Oh! Buttressed? Cathedral esque? Venetian? <laughs> You Surely are it is Venetian places, huh? <laughs> you are getting warmer. <laughs> he heavily, heavily ornamented places? Go with Rococo. 
That well, always works. Uh, I'm going to call a quick team meeting. Um, beep, boop, 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 yeah, sorry. Uh, give me just a minute. Yeah. Yeah, he's Opperman. Hey. No, yeah, no, he's the, yeah. Should we get him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you should. I mean, I'd like, I thought you had the prize. Let, wait, hold on. Uh, can we have the prize? Uh, no, you're, uh, you're losing. Yeah, but um, what's in the prize? What is it? Uh, it's, it's mostly just like gift certificates and coupons. Okay, yeah, no, fuck them up. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want the coupon? No, because we'll get the coupon. Well, you know we don't use them. God, I hope you're not talking to number five. No, he's talking to number one, who is the most trustworthy of the robots. Okay. That's how he got to where he is. <laughs> Should we kill them? Yes, please, go kill them. I'll be over here having a drink and some bubblegum. <laughs> uh, and the uh, robots charge towards you, uh, Joe Lunchpail. What do you do? Oh, and they've removed their fake mustaches, so you know oh, shit's shit. going oh, down. Oh, no! Yeah. That's robots. Bad news, you pieces of shit. You're about to incur the wrath of Opera Man. Now, I have to ask because I'm your brother and we should write a good story. Do you do anything at all to conceal the transformation? No, I put my mask on and fucking go. So, in front of everyone at the picnic, they okay. got me dead to rights, man. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking party. All right. So, robots... Three, seven, and Tim jump at you. What do you do? Um, I. Well, now I'll use. Um, I say, I'm all right. Uh, I'll use. We, we've got it though. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> we got it. Uh, I'm going to uh, use lightning speed to punch them all 80 times. <laughs> Roll for super. Oh. That's just one. Two. You punch. You punch the fuck out of them. You punch them so good. Please describe what it looks like. Uh, it's beautiful. It's symmetrical, which is huge. Uh, there's a sort of a delicacy to it oh. that you don't expect, uh, but it's still poetic. Do they know they've been punched? They, until they fall down. They fall down and they're like, it's beautiful. And then they're like, I believe I've been punched. Like that. I'm glad, I'm glad that now they have faith they've been punched. I see, I've seen it. Punch God. He punched me so good. Now as a robot, I have faith. Um, so let's see, robots, the ones I listed, Tim and the rest. Three, seven, and Tim. Thank you. Three, seven, and Tim, they're down. They're out. But the rest... The other, I don't know, how many robots is enough? 20? The other, not 11, that's not a real number. 
11 is a made-up number. I'm trying to DM a serious game up here. And you're saying 11 So enough robots are charging at Opera Man. Yeah. I grab my stomach and double over. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's it's gluten-related diarrhea. The gluten's got another one. And they reset the board that says days without a gluten incident. (laughs) Fucking dick! And I sprint to a porta potty and the door shuts and some time passes. (laughs) How much? 45 minutes. (laughs) Okay, wait. Much less less time than that. An appropriate amount of time. A normal amount of time for a normal person to have really bad gluten-related diarrhea in a toilet. Travis, I'm trying to do a serious game up here. How long's your your diarrhea take? I'm trying to write fucking... I'm just trying to give the people what they want, which is an intimate description of your diary. Okay. (laughs) Why did you cheer, you sick fucks? Hey, listen. Listen. For once... It's not tired. <laughs> oh boy! The porta potty. Ex- this is the title of your memoir. The porta potty. <laughs> uh, the the porta potty explodes. Oh no! Dell's dead. <laughs> releasing three hundred gigantic black birds of prey. Okay, I'm sorry, Griffin, I I do have to... Oh, you've turned into... I've turned into 300 birds of prey. I lean over to Pep and I say, Hey, I think Dell might be (laughs) Hellraiser. Nobody saw the transformation. For all they know, 300 birds have consumed Dell. Or came out of me. Or came out of Dell. Wow, that's some bad diarrhea, my dude. You hear from, <laughs> what did you eat? You hear from this sentient hive mind flock. Don't eat the hot dog buns. <laughs> uh, that boy ate 420 blackbirds. <laughs> uh, and I, just, I, I guess I just swoop down and fuck up the robots as only a bunch of birds. Roll could for do. super. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? That's a three. I fuck them up. All right, yes. Uh, The birds, with the combination of plucking at wires and cables and pneumatic tubes, uh, and also, you know, some bird shit getting in there. That'll come up to work. There's a lot of lifting and dropping. A lot of lifting and dropping. Uh, I would say you fuck up a good portion. One of the birds has a knife, too. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. That's the main... That's... Don't tell anybody. Don't hey y'all. For real, this is a place of of trust and secrecy. But that's the weak point, bird. <laughs> if they get the bird with the knife, I'm done. <laughs> the other birds are decoys. That's birds. your kidney. <laughs> you can tell which ones psst, really be Hellraven because I've got the knife. <laughs> uh, so you have taken out a good section of the robots, but at this point. Now, Dell, or I should say Hellraven, and Opera Man are both being threatened by this army now as they've begun pouring out of what we should have noticed before, uh, just a legion of black vans. I'm like 400 birds. How could I possibly be threatened by robots? There's a lot of robots. I'm and they, 400 birds! Griffin, they've got nets. 
Ooh. Oh man, we're fu- hey, listen, Dell, we're fucked, but I do tell this. Who man. is Dell? I'm four hundred birds. <laughs> All right, talking birds, you got me on that one. Fuck. I'm not talking birds. I'm Hell Raven. Ah, I love now. Your this stuff. is a good question. We should approach. Do you guys know each other? Best friends. We're best friends. Best friends. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't know we worked at the same company. Right. It's imba- it'll be embarrassing later. Oh yeah, in the break room. <laughs> right. And Pep suddenly realizing that his two best friends, because <laughs> he thought he was their best friend. Man, a lot of shit's coming to light at the softball game. Right. Yeah. Pep runs behind the bounce castle. Yes. And realizes that to help his two quote-unquote best friends he's gonna need to call wait hold on do we need to work through some shit later okay you guys are gonna have to have a sit down later he knows he's gonna need all the powers of osiris and hermes and saturn and hephaestus and icarus and tingent so he says his magic word combining all of their names into oh shit Spills five drinks. <laughs> uh, and as and you Doc Pantheon flies. As you as you change, as you change, you turn to your right and you see Ving Ringer standing there, <laughs> and he says, "You know, I think I always knew." <laughs> <laughs> Did he? On some very deep level that I didn't know why well, I did I knew but I didn't know that I knew anyways kill a robot for me stirred and, and, doc, they, and doc, then they kiss and, and doc kisses him <laughs> yes and he forgets whoa whoa okay. just like superman and lois lane in that movie <laughs> the Green Mile, <laughs> which, dad, which dad took 10, 10 drug mushrooms before seeing. It was awesome. Our favorite part of the Green Mile is when Superman and Lois kiss. about it. Isn't that great when you go into a long sequence of Tom Hanks just reading his fan fiction that he yeah. wrote? And then Saddam Hussein is there and he turns into a helicopter. What a fucking awesome movie. Hey, John, it's me, Tom Hanks. Wake up, you fell asleep. And I wanted to finish this part about Saddam Hussein turning into a helicopter. And then Superman kisses Captain America and he doesn't forget. Whoa. He remembers. I'm gonna fucking black out. We have to finish Kill the show. Kill some robots, please. All right, what do you do? Doc Pantheon or whatever. Doc Pantheon says, wait a minute, you guys are best friends? I thought we, well, you and I were best friends. You're all three best, best friends, man. Yes, we are the three best friends. All right, hey, you listen. Put your, hand, put your other well, hand. Technically 402 best friends. <laughs> listen. Man, those claws are sharp. I love you guys so much. 
Is your superhero team name the three best friends? No, our superhero team name is the 402 best friends. After this is over, my 400 birds are gonna fly back into the skin suit. Wait, what? Can I say this though? 402 best friends, still better than Trace Horny Boys. 100% better name. Okay, what do you do, Doc Pantheon? I uh, use fire, the fire of Hephaestus, because he used it to uh, form weapons and he worked with metals. Yes. So he's going to melt all the damn robots. Roll to super. Super. A two! You melt the hell out of them robots. Even robot number 12, who wasn't doing anything. And number five, who was doing everything. (laughs) With consent. Absolutely. Because robot five respects consent. Stop right there. Don't move a muscle, 402 best friends. <laughs> or Roger Big Company the fourth gets it. And you look over, and Dr. Menace is holding Roger Big Company the fourth hostage with like some kind of really scary robotic knife <laughs> to his head or whatever. <laughs> but it's really scary, it's not so funny. Wait. The hostage situation is he has a, a robotic knife it's a really to his scary, head? It's like a... St- <laughs> Who does that? But it's like a steampunky knife right, that you know... sure, sure. But knife to throat is the agreed upon <laughs> That's post. Like, hey. Nobody's like... That's, that's what you do if it's brain surgery. You all, listen, is you, he helping Roger? You all have faced Dr. Manis before, and you know how he do. He's unpredictable. He's unpredictable. He's that's what makes him so yep. scary. He is a really tight cannon, which I would argue is way scarier than a loose cannon. I want, um, okay, Opera Man is going to astral project, and his astral projection is now holding a knife to Dr. Menace's head, okay? (laughs) My knife bird is holding a knife to Opera Man's head. Okay, Okay. this is a one. I've rolled a one here. You rolled a one, so you super done it. Okay. You've you've really sent your soul over to put a soul knife against his <laughs> Not his throat, okay? Yeah. His head. Oh, you got me again. <laughs> Opera man, this is the eighth time this week you've put a soul knife to my head. I really should have seen it coming. Buy a helmet or something, my Whoa. man. The brother? bird with the knife. <laughs> hey, brothers. But our voices are essentially the same. Oh, God, a lot of stuff's coming out of the company softball game. And then Doc Pantheon uses what? his powers of temporal distortion, grabs a plastic knife off the picnic table, and he holds it to his head, too. To his own head? Okay. He holds it to his own head. Stop or I'll kill myself. Well, listen, I don't... <laughs> I don't and even know. And then the guilt will be terrible for you. Dad, roll to super. Five! Oh, God! (laughs) All right, listen, if I'm honest with you guys, I don't know how to deal with this shit. I don't know whose knife is to whose head anymore. I'm gonna go. Is is that cool with you all? Just, hey. Yeah, of course, before the cleanup happens, sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Listen, I could stay, but, you know, I've got other things to do, and, uh. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you get it. No, I mean, this is supposed to wrap up by three. We're getting Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like 2.59. Hey, Dr. Menace. Yeah? Same time next year? I honestly don't know. I have to check. Like, calendar, it's so far out. It's just figure speech. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't nailed down a date yet. You just sort of pencil it in, man. Yeah, but I don't want to do that because I want to disappoint you if I'm not able to make it. All right. I was trying to give you an out, but all right. No, but how about, uh, what what are you doing like the third Sunday of August? Nah. Is that not good? It gets a little nasty. Uh, Kids are back in school. I'm trying to stay calm, but I'm 400 birds, and it's tough to keep them all in line, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, so let's just keep uh, the 24th through the 30th open. Yeah, man, sounds good. I have to figure out which one of my birds has my iPhone so I can check (laughs) GCAL. I do get that. I do get that. All right, I'll see you guys. Pass it up. Pass it up. Pass it up. Hopefully not a hurricane. Yeah, I know, yeah. my man. Yeah. It's really going to ruin my Disney trip. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I'll see you guys back at home. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, <laughs> say bye. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. No. Uh, just real quick, I wanted to say uh, this is my first time DMing uh, a live uh, game. All right. And I was, I was very nervous, and you all were very wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, you're an amazing crowd. Thank you. Have a good night. Get home safe, okay? Thank you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.